So, Sean, I don't know if you know this about me. And don't take this all the way down. Keep it underneath because, you know, when you're of a certain age, you start discovering music, right? And you start learning new things about the world around you. And when I found the icy new wave pop synthesizer of the early 80s, oh, honest to God. like, And so years later, the woman who's singing right here in her band, SSQ, would go on to be Stacy Q, who had her big hit, Two of Hearts, which I think hit number yeah. three on the Billboard charts. She was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but I this, love this. So working in a record store, one of my favorite things about it is like, I feel, I feel like a... Go ahead. Oh. It's super derivative. Yeah. It's very predictable and somehow highly enjoyable at the same time. I absolutely love it. Stacy Q would go on to have a massive hit with Two of Hearts, but that was her before she became a household name, which many people would be like, household name? I'm like, well, look, in 83, <laughs> man, in 83, <laughs> she had a top 10 Billboard hit. Anyway, I worked at the record store the other day. I found that record, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing, and I looked it up, and there it was. So uh, always learning, I think, would be an important vibe for today. Uh, my name is Brian Oak. Across from me is Sean Bernard, uh, and it's the Brian Oak Show, episode, really, 258? 258. How long have we been doing this? Two and a half years. Have we always, so almost two and three quarters, Have actually. we always been here? Well, it's like a Twilight Zone episode. You took a break about two years ago. Okay, <laughs> settle down. Settle. You down. asked if we'd always been here. I didn't mean like always, like consistently. <laughs> I just meant always in terms of Sorry, the I'm olden days. It's the Brian Oak Show, powered by Smart Start MN. Here we are in the Smart Start MN studios, located in beautiful and sunny, and so far before it gets too hot and humid, enjoyable South Minneapolis. It is enjoyable. Uh, it's hard to convince outsiders. <laughs> that was of that. not convincing. No, at because all. like there's so many people from not from the metro right now that are ripping on the metro because there's a lot going on here. But I still freaking love it. I love my neighborhood. Do you mean ripping on it because of crime? Ripping crime. on it because of yeah. oh well, never mind. I won't even yeah. go after the other options. Yeah. No, I, and you know what? Fine. You want to stay away? Go ahead, because there is great, enjoyable levels of life here right now. Yes, it's dicier than it has been in the past, but it's still an incredible place to live. It is. I get to walk down to Nokomis and put my fat butt in the lake, and I get to walk over to the falls and watch the waterfall and relax. It's delightful. Speaking of putting, uh, and using your words, your fat butt in the lake, um, I would like to say to you, in all sincerity, for how tired I am, for how long this week has been, I would like to say to you, happy birthday, Sean. Hey, thank you, man. Yeah. It's one of those birthdays where it's uh, What are you not now, like really... 38? Nope, 51. What? And I didn't get to celebrate my birthday last year because of the dumb, stupid, stupid. Uh, so... I'm yeah. celebrating this year. It's well, going to be a blast. What are you so. going to do? Are you going to go out and throw axes? I'm a little or what shindig hiring Doug Collins tomorrow night to come over and play a bunch of songs. Oh, that's right. I wouldn't miss your party tomorrow Never, night. ever. There. I will absolutely be there. You better be I will, there. I, will I don't not... expect people to... I mean, hey, I, like it's one of those things where swing by for a little bit if you can. It'd just be good to see your face there. So. I absolutely will not yeah. be asleep on the couch holding my cat in my grubby Hanes underwear because everyone Bring in my life... Bring your cat and your underwear. Sorry. I don't like to bring my <laughs> I should never house. say that because if he's literal, then I'm in big trouble, yeah. Ed. Here we go. <laughs> Me walking up with my giant cat Jackson on my arm, wearing nothing but a pair of grubby white Hanes, elastics all blown out. Oh. Yeah, that's no good. I have a couple of those that you just can't say goodbye to that. 
pair of underwear. You just can't say goodbye. And your I've wife, been your wife is like, please. Just they they try to throw them away. Let like, go. hey, honey, these are accidentally in the garbage can. I just yeah. happened to see that. These are still good. Do you name them mm. at all, like Jimmy or? I've never named my underwear. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I hold affection for them. Sure. Uh, they occupy an important place in my life. Never named them, though. I speak to them. Hello, old friend. I, but do you have actual names for no, them? No, I don't. I don't. If I'm being honest. Ed, help me. I'm not safe here. <laughs> Sean calls his underwear Jimmy. Um, they say don't call it Ed. That my, would be really weird. That would be weird. My, <laughs> exactly. my, my wife and child are both out of town right now. Oh, and lucky. In the old day, well, it, but Yes and no. Because in the old days, I used to be like, oh. I'm on my own for two days, three days, call the boys, call the drug dealer, make terrible choices, let's go! (laughs) And now, when we're done with the podcast today, my only dream, I might not even wear underwear. I might lay on the couch in my living room naked with the cat. Because that's... No. No? No. Too much? Maybe... Too far? I gotta eat later. (laughs) Just a very visual. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. And he, that's a lot to take in. It is the Brian Oak Show, episode 258. It is your birthday today as well. And so happy birthday Thank to you. you. And it's your birthday, so you get whatever you want. I mean, we've got a great guest coming up in Ed Cohen. Yes. But you get to pick a song first, and I would like to hear. I mean, this band is literally my top five of all time, so I love your pick right here. But what do you love about this band, and why did you pick this song? Well, they're one of my favorites of all time, too. They were one of my first entrees into alternative, although it's so funny to think about them as an alternative band. But they were there before alternative broke in the early 90s. I mean, they're the ones who basically made college radio a thing, and college radio made alternative radio a thing. They're one of the most, in, in again, my humble opinion, you don't have to believe it, but in my humble opinion, one of the most important American bands of the last 100 years. I'm not trying to overstate it, but I fucking adore this band. I do too. So I was trying to get my uh, hair, trying to get to a place to get to my, my haircut yesterday. Oh, and wanted to look pretty for your birthday. And two of the main arteries out to the freeway were mm, shut down. Right. So it's one of those where, and then they've got the, you know, the ticker clock and they have to go get my hair cut because I'm a cheap ass and I get it cut at Greg Clips because I'm an idiot. Whatever. But, but when I go to sports when, clips, have one of those hot girls in a ref outfit massage your head. Nobody knows about that. Probably. Anyway, sorry. Go <laughs> but ahead. anyway, so I couldn't get there and I'm watching the time tick down and now I've got to go like six miles out of the way, three miles there, three miles back. Yep. And I'm running late for my damn haircut. So I thought of this song, R.E.M. Can't get there from here. Bad swallow 
once again, I would like to say happy birthday to Sean Bernard. Happy Thank birthday, Sean. Thank you, brother. And that song right there that you picked. So R.E.M., I found them at Murmur, thanks to a cool friend, right? Like, yeah. We had a bunch of people who were just starting to discover alternative up in the North Suburban <laughs> Cultural Corridor of Coon Rapids uh, back in the day. And we would, you know, we would all visit Northern Lights or we would do whatever. We'd bring these songs back to each other and these artists. And I'd never heard of R.E.M. until my friend John Hansen's like, you got to hear this record. So I, I rode my bike over to his house one afternoon. We sat down and listened to it. I'm like, I've never heard anything like it. And it was brilliant. And then Reckoning came along and it was sort of weird and mysterious because the mumbled lyrics and weird sort of hazy stuff. And then that third record came along that you played that song off right there. Fables of the Reconstruction or Reconstruction of the Fables, if you want to be difficult, whatever. It doesn't matter. It all of a sudden, the vocals were out front, and we were getting to hear more of what Michael Stipe had to say. I know that you love R.E.M. I do. Huge fan. I, huge same. fan. Top yeah. five band all time for me. Yeah. And I know that today's guest also is a deep appreciator of what R.E.M. did and the influence they continue to hold. Today, we are going to... Well, he's been a guest on the show before, so he's not a total stranger. And in fact, without him... We're not here right now. So I, <laughs> I I, acknowledge, even on Sean's birthday, the magnificence and the munificence of one Ed Cohen. Ed, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me, man. It's good to see you, man. It's great to have you here. Ed is with Smart Start MN, and Ed is shockingly still a true believer. And I really, really <laughs> like that because without Smart Start MN, we don't get here. So before we talk about music or life or fun or anything like that, can we do a little bit about Smart Start? Is yeah. that all right? Sure. Okay. So Smart Start MN, I know all the catchphrases, right? I know all the keywords, but it's Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. Right. Now, so early on, what's that like? I mean, like, like who comes up with the idea of like, wait a minute, what if we get these people who've lost their license to breathe into a thing that'll that'll be the only thing that allows their car to start? Where does that even come from? It comes from a news article in USA Today in 2003 okay. that I came across and I looked at my business partner, Mike Friedberg, and I'm like, how, how are we not doing this? How right. do we not have this here? And at this point, you're a lawyer, right? right. I mean, I'm you're, a like, lawyer. you're doing I'm, law. I'm you're practicing, but court. not only just law, I'm practicing DUIs. I mean, I am a DUI lawyer, right? Really, by practice of for 30 years now ish. Yeah. And I, I, I can't tell you how many times I had clients who said, send me to jail. I don't care. I mean, I'll go sit in jail just as long as I can drive. Right. I mean, if I can drive and I get work release, then I can keep my job yep. and keep paying for my family. Mm -hmm. I screwed up. I made a mistake. I'll do my time, but I got to drive. And in, you know, before 2006, you couldn't. If you lost your license, you lost your license. There I was had, no... I I had a Dewey in 2001, and sadly, I missed you guys by this much because, this much. oof, but what I had was a small child and a, a busy, busy life. Yeah. So every morning, I got to call a cab because it's pre-Uber and everything, call a cab, take my daughter to daycare, take the cab back home, then a couple hours later, take my cab to work. <laughs> and because I did a Dewey, I, I did that for three months. Yeah. And this circumnavigates that, yeah? Well, now imagine doing it for three years or Oof. six years. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I know. I know. But and that's happens, what you were right? looking at yeah, before, yeah. before you know, this happened. Yeah. And so uh, starting in 2003, we started to kind of 
put some pressure on some people at the legislature and the Department of Public Safety saying, hey, you know, this is a really great idea. Because contrary to what some people in the government think, um, drinking isn't the problem. It causes the problem because the real problem is drinking and driving. Yes. And if you can take away the driving part, then do whatever you want. It's, you know, it's a very libertarian kind of thing. It's like if you want to do stuff to yourself. Right. Go right ahead. It's your business right. and no one else's. And you shouldn't be able to hurt other people while you're doing your stuff. Agreed. So that's the definition of liberty right there. Exactly. Do whatever the hell you feel like, but don't screw up other people. Right. And so that's what this really did. And that was right. always our pitch, which was, look, we can take away the ability for people who are drinking to go harm other people. Right. And long, very long story short, we finally started to get some success in 2007 we got a pilot project here in Hennepin County and in Beltrami County, and it turned out really well. And so two years later, we had a full statewide pilot program. And then in 2011, we had a statewide official program. And, you know, we've been working on this since then. It really started with empathy and compassion from you and Mike. I mean, that's what I know about you two after a few years of knowing you guys. Now, you're going to make me sound like I'm nice, which I'm you are. Not. You, you are nice. So here's what don't I'm go, guessing. Don't go fooling people I'm guessing like there's far too many people who are guilty before proven innocent, and you watch them struggling financially mm-hmm. and having a really rough time, and then you saw the article and you went, oh, shit, we got to do something about this. We actually have to be the ones that do this. That's right. what I know about you two guys. I mean, you, you, you may be funny as hell and have great taste in music, but I know that there's some empathy that started the whole thing. No, it's very, very kind yeah. of you. It's something most people wouldn't say about me. Well, but, come but, on. but let, let's be honest, Ed. I mean, lawyers as a species or a subsect <laughs> do not have the greatest reputation. They're thought of as mercenary. They're thought of as cutthroat. They're thought of as an enemy of anyone who's against them. Well, however, you decided to do something that allows the average person, some diabolical, but most just dumb and made a bad choice. You've allowed them to get back to some semblance of a real life. Right. I mean, you know, look, lawyers for all of the crap that they take and criminal lawyers, especially Mm, um, are are problem solvers. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there's a problem. Let's find a way to fix it. And that's what we've been fortunate enough to be able to do. Fantastic. Well, it's been going very well. Sean, if I were interested in finding out more about Smart Start MN and wouldn't mind a discount on the installation of the ignition interlock, where would I go? Go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock system. I may have to check that out. For you or a family or friend, I always say to people, I'm like, no, no, no. We know you would never do this. Of course not. But certainly you of know you know of somebody, and we'll talk to Ed about that too, but I imagine with life opening back up as we, uh, the pandemic is not over, Wait, not what? even close, but we're winding down and everything's opening up. I'm sure that activity is. Does this, does this thing on my arm look like monkey pox? A little bit. Okay. I'm sure we're cool. <laughs> but actually, Ed, I, that actually is a great question that Sean brought up. With the world slowly but also kind of suddenly opening up in a brand new way. Are you finding a resurgence and people getting back out there? And because they're out of practice, maybe making not great choices? Yeah, yeah, we're seeing those numbers really come up pretty fast. Yeah. I think we have reason to believe we're back up near kind of pan, you know, pre-pandemic mm. levels. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, you know, there have been legislative changes. There was a change last year. 
So uh, it becomes now mandatory for second-time offenders to have to do the program. And so it's really important that that information get out, gets out there too because too many people have become accustomed to the idea that you can just sort of wait some of this stuff out, right. and you can't. For some people who pick up a second offense, first-timers, it's, it's, a, it's a learning opportunity. Right. Um, you don't have to do it. You should do it because you learn, I think, a lot about some of your habits and some of the you know, issues that you have. But for second timers now, if you have a have a second DUI in ten years or a third in a lifetime, you have to do it. And wow. people who think they're waiting the program out mm-hmm. are going to have a rude awakening <laughs> when they go to get their driver's license renewed and reinstated, and they go, "Oh, you owe us a year of ignition interlock. Um, that's coming." Well, and again, I when I laugh like that, I guess I laugh knowingly. I don't ever celebrate anybody's downfall no. or difficulties right. but having walked down that road and the amount of it's not just expense it's also sitting around and waiting for all these things and meeting all the people and going to all the classes and doing all the things the bottom line is don't drink and drive but people well we're human beings right we don't yeah. always pull the right string right and so when it happens smart start mn is who you want to call i want to talk more about your music fandom and the reason that you are a part of the brian oak show just ahead but we've gone long enough without hearing a song and you've chosen a great minnesota band who their dad might be their biggest advocate and i remember That's getting awesome. emails from him all the time and i'm like this guy's got to settle down. <laughs> but then I've seen them live now probably four or five times, and I've heard their music, and they're great. They are great. They are great. Young guys, um, I saw them open. I think you were at that show. They opened for um, Ken Stringfield's, the, po- the Posies. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, at yeah. the Turf Club. Yeah, at the Turf. I was there that That was night. the first time I, I had seen them, and I was just blown away because they are just so much fun. Yeah. Their songs are fun. They're, it's it's a little bit of power pop it's much more pop than power but right they're just they're having a great time they're brothers you know and they they just are a great great band and they just played at the rock and roll hall of fame uh thursday or wednesday wednesday wow, earlier this really week. what were they doing there they were just i think they were playing outside on an, a on a on a stage that they have there and they were it, well paul ingebretson was there and probably a handful of other people right on and it, they just have fun and they're just they're just a cool little band and they're talented and they're local and they're yeah. one of us like everyone in this room so that's always good to celebrate here you go the shackletons 4 a.m on the brian oak show
Minnesota music from the Shackletons on the Brian Oak Show, episode 258. Ed Cohen is our guest. And it's Sean Bernard's birthday. Woo, Are you doing woo. anything special for your birthday? Not today. Other than recording podcasts? Yeah, exactly. Not today. I was going to golf, as I mentioned to you, but now I'm really glad I'm not because I'm really, I haven't played much this year yeah. and I really suck. <laughs> like it's it's weird because I like I, I was at a point in my life where I could break 80, you know, not all the time. Really? But, yeah, wow. I could. Yeah. But I'm not even close to that anymore. Like, I'm hitting mid to high 90s right now. I did shoot a couple, like, mid 80s. That's not the end of the world, but, like, breaking 80 is like a proper golfer. Well, I'm a little bit uh, obsessive at times. Are you? I don't know if you noticed that, but I I wanted to get down under 80, and I finally did it. I shot a 77 playing for money against my bosses in radio. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. For money. We were playing just a buck a hole. And did you just show them how it's done? I did. Oh, I did. I well, and one of the guys, one of the guys was like a four handicap and I beat him that day shooting a 77. So it was really fun. But well, then what the hell happened, Sean? Uh, I started coaching uh, my kids sports and quit playing golf for about eight years. And oh, that's a long that, time. And then I also got older and then I tried to go out <sighs> and swing a club and I was like, 
harder to swing the club with this thing in the way. <laughs> you know, the world is more interested in results than excuses, Sean. You You're know exactly that, right? right. I know. Ed Cohen is our guest today. Ed Cohen <laughs> from Smart Start MN and a longtime friend of the program here. Now, Ed, another thing that we all share in common is that you are a very deep music head. You love to go see live music. You love listening to music. Music matters to you, right? It does. It does. And then okay. there's no question. You and I ended up inadvertently doing the same thing earlier in the spring. Yes. We both went out to Pasadena to see something called the Cruel World Festival, which it was originally scheduled. My daughter bought me tickets for my birthday two years ago. Right. She and I have traveled to see music. Then it got canceled. Then it got brought back. Then it got postponed, and then it got postponed again because, you know, we've been living in an unusual world for the last couple of years. And then, finally, it was back on. And I have a good friend who lives at Altadena, just up the hill from Pasadena. So I had a place to stay, and we went and saw. And for people who don't know, the Cruel World Festival was like this ultimate 80s mega jam. Blondie, Bauhaus, Devo, Missing persons, psychedelic furs, violent femmes, etc., etc. It went right. on forever, and it was so it sold out. The first one had been sold out for well two years. They added a second day, so I was there day one. You were there day two. Did you enjoy your time out there at Crew World? I loved it. It was so much fun. Right, and and I went with my daughter. She had just graduated from college the week before. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My wife was going. Well, go. congratulations on Thank that. Thank you. Um, my wife was supposed to go. But she had work commitments that she decided couldn't be overridden by a weekend in Pasadena. Which Understood. I don't, but well, okay. that's fine. But I mean, every once in a while, work does have to trump play. Right. But being able to go with my daughter was fantastic. Yeah, me and, too. And she she really loves music. She and I don't have the same taste generally, but the interesting thing is the the Venn diagram is, is getting a little closer. Yeah. Um. And she got to see bands she knew nothing about, had never, uh, had really never heard their music before, but had heard of the bands. And I was shocked. Her favorites of the weekend. Go on. Devo. Number one. That was my number one, too. They were unbelievable. Yeah. But I was shocked that that was her favorite. And Blondie. Blondie was a close number two. Well, and I mean, the whole thing was excellent. Like, I, waiting in line... In Pasadena at a rock festival, like we got there and it was 98 degrees, yeah. burning sun. And I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to anyone before, but I hate that weather. <laughs> um, and we're standing in line for over 45 minutes for a $17 smoothie. Yeah. And that, that, that's just, I mean, that's festival life, right? You can't, you can't get over that. But later on in the day, we tried to go by the merch booth 25 different times and it had one of those lines. It's like a line to get on a roller coaster where it twists back and forth. I'm like, we're not standing here for the next hour and a half in the sun. Then the sun went down and things became much more tolerable. The air became much more breathable. We got in line. And so we were not right in front of the stage for psychedelic furs, but we were in line long enough to be able to catch their whole set. Wow. They were fucking fantastic. They were so amazing. I mean, it was a really, really good time. Yeah. We ran over there, I think, directly from Devo to catch about 80% of... Uh, the psychedelic furs, right, and all of Blondie. My my daughter really wanted to see Blondie. I wanted to see Bauhaus, and it was the eclipse, the the lunar eclipse. So Dude. seeing Bauhaus during a lunar eclipse would be pretty cool. Wow. That's a, that sounds like one of those things where you're like summoning ancient evil. What are you <laughs> yeah. talking if, about? If you've seen Peter Murphy lately, I think we are. But. Well, I I got to be honest. Like, I mean, we're all getting older, right? Yeah. And we don't necessarily age the way we would love to age. 
But the last time I saw that guy live compared to this time, I mean, he... I don't know how to put it properly because I'm not judging anyone, except I'm totally judging some people. (laughs) He looks like the ancient darkness has come to claim him, and he's kept alive strictly by his vileness. Right. (laughs) Right. He has that that sweet beard and that long face. I I mean, he looks like... And the horns. He he looks like he's becoming his music. (laughs) Wow. I I couldn't agree more. And so it was actually almost more fitting than ever that this is the front man for Bauhaus. Yeah. I remember when Bauhaus first reunited many, many years ago, and I was telling, I was so excited that I scored tickets, and I was walking around work going, like, I'm going to go see Bauhaus tonight. <laughs> and people looked at me like, what does that even mean? Right. Like, and so, again, I don't judge other people. We all like different things, whatever. But I'm like, these are literally the architects, the foundational stones, the keystones of Gothic rock, certainly out of Europe in that in that era, in the late 70s and early 80s. And they're like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, it, it was really incredible. Even though it sounds like it's all nostalgia, all throwback, many of these bands still are in fine, fine form. Right, and the one that surprised me most of all, and I, I think you and I, as there was a lead-up to the show, were kind of joking about it, was Morrissey. Yeah. Morrissey was great. We well, caught him from the back, and... You know, we were ready to kind of sneak out and get ahead of the traffic because as much as everybody else there is old, I am old, standing at a festival all day long. Yeah, same. Not real good at that. And it was no. hot, and you're tired, and it's over. <laughs> we, were, we were actually lucky. Day two was a little bit cooler because right. I think it was just in the low 90s all day and not, oh, better, not like better. 98. But, oh. um, but Morrissey was great. I, See, I couldn't no, I, believe it. I'm glad to hear that because... The way I heard Morrissey that first evening was walking through the three football field-sized parking lot to go out and get our Uber. Neither my daughter or I are huge fans. There's some Smith stuff I like. There's some Morrissey stuff, but he's become untenable. However, every person I've talked to that either heard it or saw a, a performance later on said that he was... Not only not a dick, but was in really fine form both yeah. nights. Yeah, he was. He was. And that was that's one of the things that surprised me the most. I expected, you know, a lot of the other artists to be really good. Like Blondie was fantastic. And she can still Debbie Harry can still really sing. Yes. Oh yeah. wow, that's cool. And she's still I mean like she's in her seventies. I think That's the, what I mean. The, just day seventy seven. The day wow. after I saw Devo, I believe Mark Mothersbaugh, frontman, turned seventy two that next day. Yeah. Devo blew my mind. Like it wasn't like a bunch of old guys humping through this. They were still as interesting, as dangerous, as confrontational, wow. as important as they've ever been. I stood there with my mouth hanging open most of the time. I had a fantastic time at that show. Yeah, and we actually that was the show where I finally caught up with our old friend Wendy Ellis. Oh yeah. Oh wow. And, uh, wow. And, and, wow. Kai really? and Kai Aaron's too. Oh wow. Now, which Kai- was which was just a blast I hanging out Wendy. with them. Kai I've seen a few times over the years. The last time I saw Kai was my one visit to Coachella. Coachella was a fucking nightmare. I hated it. <laughs> but I liked a bunch was, of the band. Was that the replacement show? Yes. Yeah. And it was replacements. It was Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, it was Pixies. There were a few others that I was there specifically to yeah. see. But 120,000 people in the middle of the yeah. desert. Yeah. That's not a recipe for a good time. No. Um, however, I did have a good time. But Kai is such a brilliant artist and shows no signs of slowing down. In fact, I think he is dialing in on being more Kai every day as that guy gets older. (laughs) Everything he puts out, you know, he just did that David Lynch cover for the magazine. And he, he he, he is a brilliant, brilliant artist. Yeah, yeah, he is. Shall we hear some more music? We should. 
All right. Well, so what do you got next for us? Uh, I think we have This Is It, or Is This It, from Polera. Oh. Um, and, you know, the late, great Ed Ackerson. R.I.P. Uh, his birthday's coming up this coming week. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a celebration at uh, Bryant Lake Bowl. I did not know that. I think on the 18th. Okay. Well, I mean, and we're talking, for those who don't know Ed Ackerson's legacy, you know, 27 Various, Polera, worked with zillions of artists. Flower right. Studio is one of the most important studios in the Twin Cities. His He's left behind his wife and his daughter, uh, and they're both wonderful, wonderful people. But he really, he cared about music. He loved old school 60s psychedelic yep. music. He loved modern power pop. And he just, he was a true believer. It, it would be hard not to like Ed Ackerson. Right, right. And I've been a big fan since... 1988 89 yep. and just I, I i somehow got turned on to the 27 various back then and it was on a a cassette that i you know trekked all over europe with of course and it was like holy cow is this great and yeah. you know just have been a fan of him ever since and so uh i happen to really like this i was in kind of a slightly obscure minnesota music <laughs> mood today so nothing wrong with that yeah so is this it
Brad Ackerson, man. <laughs> I mean, just so good. I, yeah. I love it when people... Here's the deal. It's one thing to be a homer, right? Like, you love where you're from. You love the legacy. You love all of it. But no matter where you're from, there are fucking... Like, last night, a, a great example. I was at a radio gig that I have to do every week. Um, and Dessa performed live, right? And I sat there, and I was in awe. Like, I, I have appreciation for almost every musician I see. They're plying their craft. They're doing what they do. And even if I enjoy it, it's usually just sort of a toe-tapper for me. Yesterday, I went into full fanboy mode oh, yeah. over Dessa because she is fucking amazing. Yeah. Everything about her, her, her use of wordplay, her, the way that she crafts her band and the sounds they make and what she does, whether it's on album or live, there are very few people like her, so I was in total fanboy mode. Ed Ackerson, I feel, fits in the same category. There are certain people who are above the fray. There yeah. are certain people that deserve to be remembered, to mm -hmm. be thought of, to Honored. be appreciated precisely. And again, it doesn't make them better than anyone else, but they're also kind of better than everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not really a fair thing to say, but Ed Ackerson right there. Polara, uh, I mean, that was his vehicle throughout the 90s right there. Yeah. Yeah, and then he did, you know, his BNLX stuff with, uh, you know, a little more noise exactly. related, which was also crunchier. really cool, yeah. But, because he could do all of it. Right. You know, I just have to take a very quick aside before we talk about outer space. My daughter right now, yesterday, she left with a friend of hers to drive to Ohio. And I'm like, well, what are you doing in Ohio? Yeah. You know, I mean, I asked her a while ago, but I had to be reminded because my summer gets so busy, I lose yep. track of everything. She's going to something called Ink Carceration, which is a music and tattoo festival in at the Ohio State Reformatory, an old school sort of insane asylum kind of place where they've done like ghost adventures and wow. stuff like that. Supposedly it's haunted, but they also have this huge outdoor <laughs> grounds where over the course of the next three days, starting tonight, she's going to see Corn, Disturbed, Breaking Benjamin, Evanescence, Papa Roach, Lamb of God, Seether, Falling in Reverse, Three Days Grace, Black Label Society, Theory of a Dead Man, Black Veil Brides, Daughtry, Jelly Roll, and then the names start to get a little more uh, obscure as you head down from there. I would not go to that festival if they paid me to attend, yeah. let alone cost, uh, cost me money to go. Where's, the, where's but, Five Finger Death Punch? Can you? Uh, great question, right? <laughs> where, where, how, do they, how do they get left on the sideline? Exactly. For where, where's Hinder? Shunned. But, but can you imagine <laughs> the quality of people watching? Yeah. Oh, at yeah. a at a '90s rock slash tattoo festival at an insane asylum in Ohio. I'm kind of jealous. Like, I don't really want to be there. I'd rather go home and sleep on the couch with my cats tonight. But I just the quality of people watching, there are certain events that are worth going to for that alone. Right. And look, I mean, the, the festival we went to, Cruel World, talk about your people watching. Oh, man. Holy smokes. You know what's wild fun. about that for me is, so the, 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 the breadth of people, obviously you're in California, right? So <laughs> there is a wider spectrum of people in general than you generally find in Minnesota. What blew my mind is the number of Latinos and Latinas, relatively young, tatted up top to bottom, who were down with the 80s goth scene right. or the 80s new wave scene. I was blown away. It was a very important learning experience for me. Yeah. No, that was that was very cool. Uh, the one I just couldn't understand were the people head to toe, you know, corseted latex 
and it's a billion degrees outside. I don't wow. even know how they survived it. There, well, I mean, I don't know there was there was some of that, and every time I would see somebody dressed like that, it'd be like, "How are you alive still?" Exactly. So I mean, let's be honest. Uh, the goth lifestyle's never been easy. All right. Nope. You weren't accepted in middle school. You weren't accepted in high school, and you probably have had some difficulty as an adult. There was a woman in front of me who had one of those corsets on that you're talking about, but it left her breast hanging open and out, and she just had like weird little pasties over her nipples. Okay. So they're hanging out, but she also is in this incredible corset and this thick brocade cape, and she has a parasol above her. Oh, so many parasols. And I was so I was so hot. I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. And I looked over at her, I'm like... I'm probably going to make it. I'm okay. You know, I, I think I'm. I think I'm going to be all right. I'm. I'm going to be all right. So, speaking of, before we wrap things up with Ed Cohen, you and I, in addition to sharing an affinity and Sean as well for music and the life that we lead and being good to people, which let's be honest, start doing that. If you haven't been doing it, everybody, try it. Go Just ahead. give it a whirl. It, it costs nothing, and you no, know what? It's free. I'm a big golden rule guy. Yes. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You'd be good to people. I mean, there's, you're still going to run into some fucking dicks out there. There's a ton <laughs> of them, right? There's no way around that. But you'd be amazed how just even a gentle hello can change the course of an afternoon, day, whatever. Anyway, uh, one of the other things we share is a fascina- fascination with space. Yeah. When I was young... I wanted to be an astronomer. That was my dream. I realized that I wasn't going to be a paleontologist because I was a big dinosaur head all through elementary school. But then I discovered space, and I was fascinated. The possibility of space travel. What the hell lies out there? Is there any better way to understand who we are and our place in the universe? And the answer is no. The unfortunate handcuff to that particular viewpoint is the almost mind-boggling stultifying level of mathematics that are required to be able to be Mm -hmm. an astronomer. It's not all looking through a telescope, right? It's mostly math. And I wasn't terrible at math, but that level of math was way beyond me. So I'm like, you know what? There's going to be other people who are good at this, and I can read the cliff notes. And so I stopped it. But the launch of the James Webb Telescope is literally set to change our understanding of the universe. So cool. Yes. I mean, it, it's incredible. Already on that very first day when they released those first images, more clear, we saw a galaxy that started sharing its light with us. Its light with us fourteen billion years ago. It's a long time. It, it was a long time ago, wasn't it? And some say again. I don't really think we actually know, but some say towards the beginning of the very existence of our universe. But the the amount of detail it's going to reveal, the amount of exoplanets it's going to uncover, the amount of potential landing points for more of our human stupidity, <laughs> it's, it's really off the charts right now. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, the there's a picture, uh, and, and the picture tells you so many things, but it's essentially just this deep view of, galaxies upon galaxies upon galaxies and in a lot of ways right they look like stars and if you look real close you can see that they're not just stars they're galaxies full of stars and and this is what starts to bend my mind right like and what what fascinated me from a young age so we have a star Mm -hmm. right here in our solar system the local group if you will Sol, (laughs) uh our sun it's one of literally hundreds of billions of stars in the Milky Way galaxy. Right. Now, the distance between those is almost unfathomably huge. I mean, planet to planet's almost inconceivable, but star to star is a mind-bender. 
And then you think about the fact that there are hundreds of billions of them in this one galaxy alone. And by the best estimates we can make with the limited science we have right now, there are probably millions of billions of galaxies out there. Right. It, again, I, I'm all about humility, right? Like that's kind of my main jam. But like when you think about the tiny, tiny, tiny dust moat and speck that we are in the grand scheme of things, it does cause one to have a little wonder. We are so insignificant in the scheme of the universe. Speak for yourself, Ed. Well, okay. <laughs> but, it, but it's just, it's, it, it's hard to wrap your head around how small we really are. But it's, it's still fascinating to learn. I want it to be bigger. I want it to be more interesting. I want the, here's the deal. When we're done here, do you know what I'm going to go do? I'm gonna go, I'm, oh, but before I take that nap, Friday is the Ancient Aliens Marathon on History Ooh, Channel every day. Oh, I'm going to lay there and learn more. No, I'm going to watch. I'm going <laughs> to lay there and watch more about our universe and lay with my cat and um, and genuinely appreciate the weekend. Speaking of genuine appreciation, I want to thank a few people right now. I want to thank the good people at AudioQuip, Nate and his entire crew. Now that the world is opening back up. This is what they do. They provided us with all this pro-level equipment in the humble but proud Smart Start MN Studios. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what Mm -hmm. we do. And so thank you to Audio Equip, but not just thank you. If you have need of a PA or microphones or any kind of sound system, please contact them. Sean and I agreed early on we were not working with assholes, and Nate and his crew are the opposite of assholes. They are fantastic. They do good work. Please reach out to them if you have any kind of similar needs. Thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. But mostly, and not just because you're sitting in front of me, you signed on to support this particular podcast before we did a single episode. Right. What the hell's wrong with you? What were you thinking? We're nuts. We're nuts. I appreciate that. Smart Start MN is not only good for you if you get a DUI. They're really good people. So if you need them or you know someone who needs them, please reach out to Smart Start MN. And not only have you... And Mike helped us. You've helped promote hundreds of local musicians and performers. So thank you for that. And Brian, we should probably talk just a little bit about it. You Dinah Realty and my oh my god my side gig. It's your birthday, and I totally (laughs) forgot you and why you're. I didn't forget you. I was looking at you lovingly. You were. You were. It was nice. Look at that birthday boy right there. How. I, I never forget that. If you're living in this galaxy and on this planet and you're looking for a new place to live, 612-859-2594. And I'm still donating a portion of every buy and sell to a local artist or musician, which is part of the reason why I'm hiring Doug Collins for my birthday. I'm also going to have some Venmo uh, posters up of different artists or musicians that you can donate to. Uh, at my birthday party just to keep supporting. I've now donated thousands of dollars to local artists and musicians. I'm very proud of that, but I want people at my birthday to give what you can. I don't care if it's two bucks or a hundred bucks. Help help support local musicians and artists because they got really crushed during the pandemic. When I say that you and I refuse to work with assholes, yeah. I meant it. And it's one of the reasons I agreed to work with you. I enjoy your company. Me too. I think you're a pro. Yeah. Um, and now I'm the asshole because I almost oh, completely I, totally forgot okay. to mention nope, totally your okay. bits. No, we're, today is about Mike and Ed. So oh. that's what. Okay. Well, thank you both. But for I get Mike to go Ed. out to lunch with Ed after this, which is awesome. That's right. Yeah. And I, I was thinking about tagging along, but that futon over there right now, I bet I could squeeze in 45 minutes. We should be in room four by the time we get back. We might oh. eat sushi and not pay. 
Oh. <laughs> Repo man. Mm. I just have to be faster than Ed. So, like, we're going to both bolt out of there. <laughs> like, that's all that matters. You know what's great is the, uh, is the, is the eat and not pay card, the dining dash card. Yeah. Works everywhere. Universally <laughs> accepted. They would never just expect I would it. love right, to right, watch you. Guys. I would love to watch you two. Just bursting out ass. the door of a restaurant, <laughs> racing away to get away from paying, paying would, your bill. It, it, it could only be like a Denny's. I <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Because they'd just be like, oh, well. <laughs> When's the last time you ate at Denny's? Mm, I don't remember, and there's probably good reason for that. Oh, I won't tell you why I haven't, but there's a reason. Oh, that sounds like a terrible yeah. story. Yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up, shall we? Yes. Uh, Ed, thank you very much. Thank you. For, on on so, many levels, but thank you for coming in today. I appreciate it. It's always fun to come in. Hope you have a great weekend. And smartstartmn.com slash Brian Oak Show. The Brian Oak Show. The Brian Oak Show. <laughs> Nomenclature. It's so important. Yeah. We're going to wrap things up. Ed, you get one more song before we do. Yeah. So this is uh, Ultrabomb. Uh, Ultrabomb is couple of other guys and greg norton from husker do oh that guy yeah that guy i've met that guy before he's, he's one of us i'm quite fond yes yeah um i have always thought that uh you know husker do is one of my all-time favorite bands as well same uh i don't know greg personally but he seems like a good guy and he's playing with ultra bomb at the hook and ladder saturday night oh so seemed like a good time um by the way uh he is undergoing some cancer treatments. Mm. There's a GoFundMe out there. If if somebody is interested in contributing, go right ahead. I've done it. Can uh, I link to it on, on this on this show I, today? I think, oh, you I, think I think could. it's crucial. I mean, I he, he had I'll to cancel to the European tour. Yeah. They were going to go yeah. to Europe, and unfortunately, had to cancel it. I don't know how dire the diagnosis is, but cancer is a fucker and yep. can go to hell. And I don't like it when anybody has it. And he's going through. So he's still doing the gig on Saturday. Saturday, and yep. then and then we're just going to have to see after that. But here's the deal, man. Husker do literally changed my life, and over the years, I've gotten to know Greg pretty well. Um, this is harrowing, and I don't dig it at all. And if right. anybody, I mean, again, we're not asking you to come up with twenty grand unless you got an extra twenty grand sitting around. But if you can, his GoFundMe, which we will link on this, is an important way to help somebody who. I don't think I'm overstating the case when I say change the course of Minnesota music. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Absolutely. Not at all. And I look at it as just an opportunity to kind of give back to somebody who gave me so much. I right. Mean, you know, I right. just, I love that music, and it's it was just an opportunity to. Give him a little something in return. Uh.